Talk Radio. As a crime wave sweeps across the country, the far left district attorneys who are backed and funded by George Soros will soon be taking office. This is your host, Laura Marie. David Spunt from the Justice Department on these elected DAs by George Soros. He stated that Fox News Digital poured through finance records on campaign finance in 50 states, specifically looking for any prosecutor candidates or district attorney candidates that George Soros may have backed. And they found four, at least four, in their investigations across the country. Two of them had already been in office and two are newly elected to office and will take the helm soon. And this is a warning for all of you in these areas. Look at George Gascon down in L.A. County in California. He is a complete nightmare. And they cheated on the recall. He's a prime example of what's in store for any George Soros-backed candidate of any nature. So the first one that was noticed was in Polk County, Iowa. Her name is Kimberly Graham. She's the first prosecutor elected in Polk County in 30 years. So according to this Fox News Digital Review, she received money, not directly from George Soros himself, but from a direct channel that made it to the local level, then directly to her campaign. Though most of us are not even surprised by any of this, it's nice to finally get some validation. But the question is, what's going to be done about it? Not a whole lot can be done until somebody in power is able to arrest George Soros, Klaus Schwab, and Bill Gates. These communist Nazis have been at this for decades. You know, sure, there are lots of Republicans now that are finally getting fed up and running for office at local levels, which is phenomenal. However, at the top, we have too many Soros-backed communists in our government, in high power. Look at Larry Fink. He's the CEO of BlackRock. We've talked about him before. He recently, within the last month, he got rid of all eight board members at Exxon and replaced them with his people. That's why we have all of these woke corporations for this very thing. I'll never forget. My mom told me back in the 70s or the 80s, I believe it was the 70s, that Walt Disney's cousin was eliminated from the board. He was the last remaining Disney family member in on the board and he was eliminated. ABC CEO took over the board at Disney and why we are having such an issue with Disney going woke today. This has been going on for decades, but it's just getting worse. Now the globalists are on the level of the open borders with millions of illegals crossing our borders. I think Laura Logan said that the globalists want 100 million illegals into our country before this is all said and done. Right now, we're between 30 and 35 million illegals in our country right now. And it's only going to get worse. So the next George Soros-backed candidate is Jackie Sarteros. She won in Cumberland County, Maine. She was the district attorney, but Fox News Digital uncovered a $300,000 payment from George Soros-backed group, the Justice and Safety Pact, that helped Sarteros win. And then in Bear County, Texas, Soros-backed money helped 
out District Attorney Joe Gonzalez to win another term. And George Soros previously helped in Dallas County, Texas, the District Attorney John Cruzot, and he did again to have him win another term. He defeated his Republican candidate by more than 20 points, which is very suspicious. You know, when you go back to George Gascon again, he has a very progressive liberal mayor in LA County that helps him to cheat and steal elections and to push through his radical, progressive, woke ideology. So when they say that this guy won by 20 points, it automatically makes me think that there's more to this story, that there's more Soros-backed mayors or other people he has put into power and to play to be such a big difference of 20 points. Really? Nobody wants more crime. Maybe the criminals do, but nobody else does. I don't care what party you belong to. We all know this. Well, most of you know, but those who don't, Soros is estimated to be worth just south of 10 billion, that's billion with a B as in boy, dollars. But his original fortune was far greater than that. He gave away $32 billion to fund some of these progressive causes in the past. He's part of the group Open Society Foundation. And Fox News Digital has reached out to this Open Society to talk to George Soros. But of course, (laughs) cricket sounds. We've got to find a way. We need a miracle to stop this guy. And many have talked that he might have passed away but it doesn't matter. He's conditioned his kids, Alex, for sure, who is prepared and more than ready to step into dad's shoes. So if any of you are close to any of these four areas that we just talked about, be aware, be alert, and be safe. Moving on. In Connecticut, school board overrules moms. Votes to keep book about cross-dressing in second grade curriculum. (laughs) A Connecticut school board voted this week in favor of keeping a book about cross-dressing boys in a second grade classroom curriculum, ruling that the material was appropriate for seven and eight-year-old students, despite parents' objections. This move comes from some concerned parents expressing anger, like any of us would, that the book Julian is a Mermaid was being taught to They're very young children in Darien Public Schools. One mom, her name was Megan Watros. She showed up to the school board meeting earlier this month to read excerpts from the illustrated book in which Julian, a boy, realizes he wants to be a girl and strips down to his underwear before donning women's clothing and a wig at a parade. (laughs) Come on. Education on changing gender should be completely off limits. While we are all for supporting diversity, indoctrinating very young children about gender transitioning is beyond inappropriate, especially when it's done without parental knowledge or consent. Who gives these people that right? It reminds me of Hillary Clinton. Remember that comment, takes a village? We all kind of laughed at her, but this is exactly what she was talking about, that the schools should be in charge of our children. I don't think so. So though Julian is a mermaid is beyond inappropriate for this grade level, the school board made up of elected members 
who apparently think they know better than parents <laughs> how to educate other people's children and who and what you may or may not want your children exposed to. They voted to keep the book in the classroom, saying that it meets the district's definition of age-appropriate material and supports their core values of diversity and inclusion. This is absolutely insane. You know, don't you guys want to know what kind of mental person writes a book like that and expects it to go into the curriculum for young children? And just like drag queens who think it's okay to dress very inappropriately, almost naked in front of small children. What is wrong with those people? They're all mentally insane, all derived on purpose to screw up that generation of American children. Our kids are in big trouble. While China, remember we talked about this before, China is teaching their second and third graders chemistry, geology, statistics, while they're screwing up American children. Moving on, for now, we will be hitting that topic again. I'm sure of it. So I did want to bring up BlackRock again. We've talked about BlackRock so many times. I have warned all of you. As many of you are already aware, BlackRock, in fact, is associated with the CCP. Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, is in fact part of the globalist regime. Thank goodness Florida takes $2 billion away from BlackRock due to firm's activist investing standards. <laughs> The Florida's chief financial officer, Jimmy Patronis, announced on Thursday that the state will begin pulling over $2 billion in assets from large investment manager BlackRock because of the firm's environmentally and socially motivated investment standards. Phenomenal work by Patronis. And he followed by saying that BlackRock is choosing to use its money to pursue its ideology rather than secure profits for its clients. According to a press release, Florida State Treasury will begin to remove roughly $1.43 billion worth of long-term securities from BlackRock's control, as well as appropriately $600 million worth of short-term investments managed by the firm. Patronus went on to state, and I quote, Using our cash, however, to fund BlackRock's social engineering project isn't something Florida ever signed up for. <laughs> That's awesome. DeSantis has a really good team around him. And Patronus went on to state, and I quote, It's got nothing to do with maximizing returns and is the opposite of what an asset manager is paid to do. You know, the asset manager aims to push the world towards producing net zero emissions by 2050 and sees climate change as a severe financial risk. According to BlackRock's CEO, globalist communist Larry Fink, in his 2022 letter to executives, he states that 19 Republican attorneys generally accuse BlackRock of violating its duty to make money for its clients by allegedly boycotting fossil fuel companies. I couldn't agree more. And then Patronus claimed that BlackRock, which manages $8 trillion in assets, which I thought it was $10 trillion. That's what Larry Fink said anyways. And they have used environmental, social, and corporate governance, investing practices to decide which companies receive investments 
as well as influence societal outcomes in an undemocratic manner. (laughs) The Florida CFO stated that he cannot trust BlackRock with the state's money as he doubts the firm's dedication to seeking a return on investment. Not only do I agree with them entirely on how they're handling BlackRock, but I'm so grateful to know that somebody else is on the BlackRock as much as we are and actually doing something about it. I just hope and pray that Nancy Pelosi buying a house in Florida, you've got Governor Fitzer from Illinois having his whole family living in Florida. China just buys 1,400 acres to put some type of compound of theirs in Florida. I just pray Floridians are on alert for the fraudulent Republicans they will put in charge of large counties for future elections, just like they just did in Arizona. Maricopa County got stuck with two rhino Republicans that certified an election that should have never been certified. We all know it. The world knows it. America knows it. And Katie Hobbs in charge of her own election. Be careful, Floridians. There is no mistake. Nancy Pelosi buying in Florida and Governor Fitzer having his family living in Florida. It's not by accident. They're up to something. And that is the one way they can flip Florida blue is by cheating in elections. It's their MO. We all know it, but this is what they're going to do, just like they just did in Arizona, which is a very red state. More Republicans turned out in Arizona than Democrats. And Katie Hobbs in charge of her own election, and she's over there boasting that she's governor-elect, knowing that it was rigged. I just don't know how people can sleep at night. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great night. Our next show, we're going to be talking about FTX. I think I've got it narrowed down. How it originated and what's going on and other hot topics. And if you'd like to reach me, please do at talkonthestreet.net. I'd love to hear from you. Because remember, I am our voice, the people's voice. We the people. And we stand proud. God bless you. God bless America. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.